Mic test one two one two. Mic test one two one two. Good evening to everyone and welcome to another episode of Crypto Roundup Africa. Crypto Roundup Africa is a weekly Twitter space session where we discuss fundamental trends, macro theses, and newsworthy events around blockchain technology, cryptocurrencies, and digital assets as it relates to Africa. On tonight's episode, we'll be discussing. We'll be focusing our attention on the recent onslaught by the Nigerian government on tech startups in the country. The Nigerian government through its regulatory bodies and kangaroo court orders are stifling innovation in the country and ultimately setting back the youth as well as along the same line demonizing the youth as saboteurs of the economy that are responsible for inflation and devaluation of the nigerian naira versus major world currencies like the dollar euro and pound sterling so tonight we will be preferring solutions for people on how to hedge against the dwindling economic realities in nigeria hence that begs the question nigeria and bitcoin is there a product market fit how does blockchain technology help us solve our economic woes and bypass the economic hardship and bottleneck being forced on nigerians by the country's leadership on the agenda tonight the issues to be discussed include decentralization of wallets some sort of a blockchain colo or piggy vest decentralized peer-to-peer exchange platforms savings and lending access to foreign exchange inflow and outflow through crypto and compounding of interest using decentralized finance platforms or protocols once again welcome without further ado i would like to introduce some of my dearest and closest friends who will be addressing these issues tonight i welcome oloye paul kenneth emeka and Mukur, and everyone else who is here let's get started oloye how are you doing man oloye can you hear me Yes, while well, we're still waiting to hear from everyone else, because I'm pretty sure Louis is here, probably his network. I just want us to prefer solutions and way forward for how people can get onboarded into crypto and how they can have exposure to maybe foreign financial instruments, which a lot of people are actually doing through RiceVest and these other platforms. So in crypto, there are there are synthetics. Synthetics basically are assets that are pl- that are pegged to real world assets. So it's give you, it gives you some sort of exposure. So we have platforms like Lina and Synthetics, XNX, that actually does the same thing. So through these platforms, you can get exposure to maybe Amazon, Apple, and other companies' stocks that trade on the New York Stock Exchange or, or in other foreign countries. So, and I think a lot of Nigerians still don't know about Synthetics. So those are definitely some of the things we'll be talking about tonight. At the same time, I'm still waiting for everyone else to join. I can see Paul is here although he just left he's coming back and then yeah bitcoin is at what's the price right now bitcoin is at Forty-six thousand five hundred. Something I was talking to the boys about in the group chat this evening was how I've noticed that once we're going towards the weekend, we start to see the price go up between Thursday, Friday, Saturday, most especially, and then the rest of the week, Sunday to Wednesday, we're just in sideways chops until Thursday again. That has been happening for the past four or five weeks, so people should keep a lookout on that. Seems Paul is here. Paul, what's up? Hey, bro. Good evening. Yeah, good evening, man. How are you doing? Fine. Good evening, everyone. I'm all right. I heard you explaining the whole the trend thing we were talking about earlier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just trying to drop some alpha, man. I hope we don't feed it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nee is back with us, so I guess we can get started. Yeah, I think we can. Is it? Hello? Nee, request. Yeah, yeah. I already had him okay. as a speaker. I think he can hear us. Okay. Hello, you. Hi, can you hear me now? Sure, sure, sure. Can you hear me? Let's get started. How are you doing, yeah, man? Sorry. Yeah, I'm very good. I, I like the introduction. It feels like it gets better at this thing. Yeah, man. We got to just give people a sense of what they're walking into, you know? 
yeah, I agree. Was that Franco music you're playing before we started? No, no, it's it's a music from uh, Republic of Guinea. Yeah, what is his name again? Guinea. Yeah, it's. I think it's called Paulette Balade. No, I mean his name. His name. His name. The guy. It's a group. It's a group. It's a group of of men. I think it was oh, probably okay. released it in like, the eighties. Yeah, it sounds a lot like Franco. This sell you guys. Good stuff. What's up now, Gumi? I'm good, man. I'm good. Happy to survive. Yeah, I'm come back at 46k. Yeah, we can <laughs> pump, buddy. Yeah, so we can pump before the Monday dump again. Yeah, like once repeat. once traditional markets like close, people kind of move money to just make weekend money in crypto fact, and fact, then move back. Fact. It makes yeah, it makes a lot of sense. That was exactly why. If you see on Monday, about seven hundred million left the, the the coin market. I'm like, what's happening? What's happening? And now it's back. I'm seeing that um, two trillion, two trillion. Um, yeah, two trillion now. Yeah. So, so oh, wow. it's just. Someone is just minting. One of the things we said here a few weeks ago was that there were a lot of dry powder waiting on the sidelines that didn't want to deploy. They didn't take this money out of crypto. They were just in stable coin and just waiting. Yeah. Instead of having yeah. Bitcoin exposure or some other kind of major exposure, they just stayed in, in stable coin and just waiting for the right time. You know, being patient. I think, I think they're still waiting. Think yeah, there's still, still a lot of money on the sidelines just waiting waiting for the right time to yeah. ape in. Because I'm looking at Ethereum chart right now. I mean, just uh, before now, I finished the, the the part of the newsletter about Bitcoin. So I started doing Ethereum and Bitcoin, it doesn't look that much different from last week or the week before. The volume is still as stable as ever. It's not blowing up or anything. So I'm not expecting any movements, movements like that. I'm expecting it to probably go from 42k to 48k to range around there for a while until we break that 52k then we can tell we're back that's crazy after all this time we're still not back i mean you can't say we're still not back i remember a few weeks ago or last month here we were still at 30k 28 29k and we're talking about this is something i've actually experienced in crypto so let me just pen the whole scenario so people will say oh if bitcoin goes to 28k i'm going to bid heavily when it goes there mm. People are afraid like, oh, 20K, maybe it goes to 20K. They get afraid they don't bid. So people say, okay, once we hit 40, 42K, we're back and we're grooving again. Now, we're, we've been above 40, 42K for almost two, three weeks. So what what else do we want? <laughs> like, I guess here's the thing, yeah. Here's the thing. What you just said, I completely agree with it. The fact that people are... But I think it stems from the, the lack of um, same knowledge or like what the charts are doing, what price is doing. Because if you look at the bitcoin uh charts we have tested the yearly open like three times and uh, one every single time we've like bounced up immediately there's always been a week there's never been a close or open there's always been a week and people are still scared to like bid around there i think it just comes down to like um not knowing that that is what price was expected to do i mean at some point i didn't know and when i saw 29k i did not bid because i don't know i was there was all this for oh it is going to 19k it is going to 10k yeah, people were just coming up with all different kind of theories it's true yeah but after i ago. kind of started looking at macro like the macro chart the weekly the mo- 
up each other. I started seeing it like very clearly. So now I'm not afraid for price action anymore. It's like three months ago, people were saying if we go to 30k, we are going to buy because that's already 50% nuke from the top. Not yeah. 50, like 55 to 60% nuke from the top. We get down to 29, yeah. 30k, people are afraid and you see people starting drawing out charts that, oh, we're going to 19k. Here's the thing. If we lose the yearly open, it's basically disaster. That's it. Like, I don't think we will. Nothing. I don't think we will. I don't think we're even going back there again. I think at most, like in the uh, at most, we'll do a maybe say we'll do a ILO of the macro charts, which is around 32k. I think that is our bottom for now, as far as like I don't care how much Ford comes to the market. I think that is where it is going to stop. I don't think we're going back to 29k again. I mean, personally, I really can't I think, see any I big think Ford. Human psychology, Groovy. If you remember, we, we've talked about this in that you, you, you can't predict humans because so at the end of the day, caution always always plays a huge role. I mean, if we're at 20k or if we're at 38k, I'm like, ah, let me just wait in case this thing gets to 90. We get to 90 and I'm like, ah, there's a possibility this thing will get to 10. I mean, okay, from 19, I go straight to 46 and now someone is saying, ah, Man. Okay. Yeah, you are you are you're kind of like mad that I missed that old move. So yeah. now you don't have because you're thinking, yeah, people might actually sell now that I'm going into the market. Yeah. But I think for yeah. me, for me yeah. to be once we bounce back from like 42k, that is what I'm chatting right now. Like um that's bounce back from 42k. I would look at what price it does at 42k. If it picks up back from there, then for me that signifies that we're going to break that 42k trouble area. Yeah, let me let me quickly before we'll go back to discussing basically why we're having tonight's episode which is discussing product market nigerian bitcoin product market fit let me just drop one quick alpha something i've been thinking i've been looking at when bitcoin hits 64k if you look at bybit i think oloya has become a, a bybit degenerate recently he's been going down the rabbit hole <laughs> of bybit and i think everybody should actually yeah. go there there's valuable information in bybit when it comes to funding rates options contracts open interest everything shots to longs ratio everything is there so you can look at data to this when we were at, when we were at 64k gbtc which is grayscale gbtc was trading at a premium at a positive premium then so now we the gbtc is trading at a at a negative premium at a negative premium right now and we're at 46k so here's my thesis if gbtc turns positive again the premium turns positive i think we're gonna hit all-time high or even go above uh, all-time high yes. I'm just going to like note that down. I, I think, think we should so. add it to okay, maybe next week. Yeah, we'll add yeah. it to so the, that's um, why I'm saying yes, where you can find the data. Note it down. Like if, if yeah, you look yeah, at the I data, and the thing here is GPTC is that one thing you have to know that the people buying GPTC are basically institutions, people who want exposure, institutions that want exposure to, to crypto, but they, at the same time they are risk averse or they still have ETFs that have not been improved yet. They are the people buying grayscale because it gives them a premium. It's way cheaper than buy the actual bitcoin and it gives them some yeah. exposure so if at some point we go back to positive gbtc premium i think we'll go back to all-time high because right now it's trading at a negative that's just what i want to say so it's something to keep an eye on okay. because i was looking at yeah, this tonight this night so i was like there's something here we'll do the we'll do the weekly as as we proceed we'll do the weekly um analysis as as that picture becomes clearer we'll be able to actually see for sure but now it's just mm -hmm. the person that would do should 
let's see and test out what's up groovy i'm going to bring you back to axs we're not going to spend more than three minutes on it i'm going to bring you back to axs so what do you think now hmm. axs what do i think about axs the thing is AXS i mean in has, relation to bitcoin price i still think it's more about reallocation like bitcoin stores people reallocate to new to to an asset that's trending and axs is yeah. not really trending this week if we look at it you know no it but it, it has held its own yeah it, it, it has, has held its own and, and the yeah. thing and the thing, and something with, with AXS I've noticed the past few weeks is that once it holds a certain level of support, it just accumulates there and it just goes into distribution it up again. again. We witnessed yeah, that at the, blows up. at the 29 to 33 to $33 level. We witnessed that at $44 level. And now we're witnessing the same thing at 66 to $69 level. So, so it's, it's I wouldn't be surprised to see I wouldn't be surprised to see a three-figure AXS. I wouldn't be surprised, especially now that I don't, I don't. the sector is starting to pick up. A lot of yeah, people, NXT. even like Serena Williams' husband, it's Alex Honnold. It's, it's, it's a leader. Yeah. yeah it's it's a leader like the, the, the NFT space. Fact. Yeah. You know, I remember so in March... It makes sense to not trade the leader and say you're going to go for another one when the leader is there. I think that's, I one, think that's his, one thing people in crypto often mistakes that, oh, I missed, I missed AXS. So I want to invest in the next ASS. That's something a lot of people do. Yeah. And yeah, that, that's is, a, I have AXS is really. AXS. You know, you can't invest in the next that's ASS. Was, that's was, that's was something uh, Craig said. Was actually, about, I did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, mm-hmm. it made a lot of sense. Yeah. Because you're looking for the next one. Why not just invest in that one? With that one, because it still it's has still a training. ceiling. It still has this and even, train. It's still at the station. Exactly. And even if that does dip, then the rest of them are just going to get fucked up with it. So there's yeah. no point for the second so, one in the first place. If you think if you think ASS is too expensive at seventy dollars and you want to buy tower or mist or all these other things, if ASS dumps, they're also gonna dump. That's it. Because ASS is the blue yeah. chip market leader. So the others follow ASS. <laughs> All right. Um. Let's let's get to where we're here. Yeah, big. I have, I have a lot of material. <laughs> yeah. So let let me do a, a brief recap. So we've seen what happened with Rice Vest and Bamboo and Nigerian government getting a kangaroo court yeah. order and everything. So tonight we're trying to say: Is there a product market fit with crypto and Nigeria? Does crypto or Bitcoin help solve some certain problems? E.g. decentralized decentralized wallets, pair-to-pair exchange, saving and lending how do people lend money on your average nigerian able to save in crypto or lend money through crypto decentralized platforms like compounding of interest how do people get to have maybe five percent interest on their money how can people exchange uh, have access to find uh, foreign financial instruments through maybe synthetics or how can people access um, foreign exchange to pay for their school fees or to send money to companies in china or something so way forward the floor is yours guys i'll just keep short right now um i've uh, i've been in this whole uh, exchange business for a while and the truth is people are starting to move to move past banks and that makes a lot of sense because if you're going to send money to your supplier your supplier in china you're going to have to fill out all these forms at the bank all these form m and all these things and they they kind of make you you go through a lot of stress to do that and then you have to wait a while because they don't process them immediately there's this bureaucracy and this bottlenecks that always happen and that delays a lot because if, if you're buying something for the season say you're buying a seasonal market you are say um 
my mom sells clothes so if she's ordering from china she's targeting oh christmas uh i i, I want to order this uh this for christmas i want to order this uh this uh container for christmas time and all these things and you have to go to the bank and go through all that stress and sometimes it just delays the payment delays and the sending delays then before you know by the time the market gets here then christmas is almost over so that was something that um that was that was how do i say that was a uh, crypto is a way to kind of like make that more effective i mean faster because right now you want to pay someone in china you find someone in nigeria i have a lot of guys that do use myself to you send you send me your naira i can pay your guys even if they don't ask, accept crypto i know guys in china that accept crypto and will pay out in um in chinese yen and these things take they take hours they take hours and it takes hours because they, they, there's a lot of volume if it is just one transaction that one transaction will take probably 20 minutes and this is something maybe in the past that you would have to like wait days weeks or months for today in the bank so it makes no sense like stay in that whole system i mean that's something all these uh banks are noticing now because crypto is here and people are going to adopt it and it doesn't matter how much uh what forgets it just makes sense sometimes something just makes sense it doesn't matter what any other person's opinion is or what your thought leader says it just makes sense to you i mean when i was in ghana there was this time when why uh, just came and dollars forex was really hard to to source the only way to send money to me then from the from nigeria was through western union and once you go to for western union they think everybody's an internet foster so they try to frustrate you because they think oh you'll be frustrating enough then maybe you offer to pay us some some amount on it before release your money so they'll ask you all these stupid stupid questions just to keep you there sometimes frustrate you sometimes western union doesn't send immediately and i'm in school i'm starving or say i need to pay for exams all these things and the, the, there were really times where I was really frustrated. But now with crypto, yeah, I can do those transactions in minutes. I can receive crypto, I can send crypto, I can find someone that would exchange that crypto for me in a matter of minutes, in a matter of hours, and I'm good. They would now, send the money to my bank account. Yeah, let me let me let me ask a question now. Since okay, you can do all of these things using crypto, and crypto is basically banks are banned or third party tech services are banned from running on ramps or off ramps for crypto so how do people convert their crypto or whatever it is they receive for for maybe working um from home or working for other companies that pay them in, in crypto how do they convert yeah, this money that work remotely so how do they convert this money into naira without going through regulatory problems or banks suspending their accounts so i would like you to share a light on how people can actually yeah. do that be able to convert yeah, from question. naira from usdt or crypto to naira yeah yeah that's a really good question i mean for the newbies because i'm sure you know the answer to that right because is this something me and you do together all the time we have this guy that sends us paypal like every other week and the, that we are not saying crypto right now but he sends us paypal and we'll hit his account but crypto is just the same if you send me um whatever amount of crypto you want to sell you only have to send it once i confirm it in my wallet i 
send the cash to you. It is as simple as that. I do that transaction like every day. And there's there's a lot of volume there. So if you're worried about, oh, if I own crypto, why do I change it back to Naira? Or how do I change Naira to crypto? It is as simple as, it is It is peer-to-peer. That is the thing. It's, we don't see, you don't need a centralized person or you don't need to go to a centralized exchange or you don't need, you don't need your bank card or to be able to withdraw um, or buy crypto straight from Binance if you can't do that. I mean, Binance was P2P, but there are a lot of other people, like real people too. If you're scared that someone is going to steal your money in Binance, that you can, I want to buy this amount of uh, USDT that I tell you, okay, this is the rate. You say, fine, send the money to my bank account. I am only a carol with your money. No, I won't run with it. <laughs> a lot of people might, but yeah, you send it to me and I ask you, what is your wallet? You give me your wallet and I do that transaction. So all that stuff, I mean, <clears throat> if you're doing a single transaction, that's kind of, that takes me at most that entire process takes us five minutes instead of, I don't know what you will be required to do in the bank to get foreign currency or to uh, change your, I, I don't know what they would do in the bank anyway. It's been a long time I interacted with the bank concerning anything that is just to do with um, Paul. What, Paul, money. can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah, I, I want yeah, to ask you something, Paul. Um, um, you you, you yeah. understand, okay, Riseverse basically and Bamboo, I think they, they provide access mm-hmm. for Nigerians to have um, exposure to foreign financial instruments. Am I right? Yeah. Yes. Okay, yeah. so now that Riseverse is going through the glitter problems with the Nigerian government, how do you think Nigerians can have exposure to maybe the S&P 500 or, or equities using crypto? What other crypto platform do you think they can use to have the same exposure? Um, um, first of all, I, I, I asked a question yesterday and some, I think someone replied me. I don't know if they are affiliated to RiseVest, but they said RiseVest has, um, RiseVest, um, I, I'm not sure of Bamboo, but RiseVest has, um, a USDT, um, USDC, USDC wallet address that you can use to, um, fund your, your RiseVest. Yeah. I think what, what we should be looking at now is, um, decentralized P2P platform. I mean, we have, we have a couple of them, but they're not so huge now. Scalex, do, um, do, do, Doge, Oloi has to help me here. I, I keep, I, I, I can't get a grasp of that name. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. DCX, DCX, yeah. Yeah, this, yeah. Runs well. We need, we need, we need, yeah, we need more because Binance, the Binance P2P platform cannot be the only source, yeah, for, um, um, P2P exchanges. We need, we need, we need more decentralized, but broken down a lot of it. So, I, like, I could, I could have four of those in Abuja where I can just say, uh, I need, I need a hundred, a hundred USDC and in a whim I'm getting it instead of going to Binance I have to, I have to deal with a lot of um, stress from them yeah so um, first of all with this exposure that um, RiseVest has to USDC USDC wallets I think it, there should be some synergy with um, decentralized C2P exchanges yeah so it's, it's a case of I'm getting from P2P and sending straight to um, RiseVest and buying whatever stock I want to buy yeah so we need more of those it shouldn't be just Binance in my opinion because I think KuCoin has one now but it's not so popular they yeah they're tokenized uh stocks too yeah and they have they have the whole p2p thing kucoin does but it's not so popular people people still use binance so with binance you have to deal with a lot of cameras you have to deal with a lot so people just go for people they trust like me people contact me Oloi, um mecca i don't think it's on, it's online KLS. so we need more of those to be able to have that exposure if somebody wants to buy ten dollar worth of usdc i don't need to go to binance and just need somebody up on telegram or 
whatever platform that has been created for that. And RiseVest or Bamboo could have uh, a partnership with some of these um, decentralized exchanges where as soon as there, there's some similar, I'm, I'm not so exposed to tech. I'm not too much of that tech person, but there, there should be some some communication between both both apps or several platforms where as soon as I'm getting it, I don't need to do much. You know, it's, it's a case of get here and move here. Just as we do with getting from Binance and moving to other exchanges. Basically integrating the wallet from both the yeah. DEX exchange yes. to yes. to, yes. to, to RiseVest USDC yeah. wallet. There's a lot of work there. So decentralized, mm-hmm. decentralized P2P solves this because Binance is centralized. Uh, we, all, we all agree that it's kind of centralized. So if, if 10, 20, 50 Nigerians have P2P um, exchanges where there's trust, one can always hit them at any time, 24 hours, um, and say, hey, I need 10, I need 5, I need 2, I need 50, I need 100, I need 1,000, I need 2,000. It's a case of take, move here, you know. Since RiseVest has made it easy for um for um, crypto wallets, you see, I mean, with time, people get used to it. Rather than trying to use my card, I know that I can just buy from a decentralized exchange that just moved. I don't know if that answers that question. Yeah, I would actually like to jump in there. Uh, everything you said, okay. it, it is it is uh, basic common sense. I mean, if yeah. they are not going to give you access to uh, banking in Nigeria, then there are other ways to bank. I mean, we are our own banks. I mean, yeah. we print our own money, so why we are our own banks? We don't care what they do at CBN or what they what they do. It doesn't really bother us. The truth is, we only have to like integrate, like you said, we integrate uh, peer-to-peer um, exchanges into great with um this this guys and they chose the uh bamboos and the so all they have to do is say payment in crypto if that is too restrictive then people can still pay nara it's just a matter of sending that dinara to the uh mm-hmm. petty pay exchange yeah. and the petty actually helping you sort that whole thing yeah they also tokenized uh, stocks i mean if you're going to buy buy stocks yourself see they are also tokenized stocks you find them on ftx if you go to ftx i'm sure ftx has some options uh binance i'm sure binance has a yeah. few options yeah coinbase is trading on binance as a token and tokenized um nah, um just to yeah. binance has actually nailed their tokenized stocks that's why they are having problem in germany and other european jurisdictions so they're actually caught that oh, off. Oh, yeah, yeah. So right. Binance cannot right, trade right, tokenized right. stocks anymore. Yeah, yeah. So which is why I was saying yeah. that just if you want to have... No, Binance International. Yeah, you cannot. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly yeah. why they had issues. So they basically stopped it and they were like, okay, yeah. you can liquidate your, your tokens before, I think, October or November. But you, you're not allowed to, to get new positions. That's exactly why they yeah. run into problems across Europe. That's a problem with centralized exchanges. I mean, you're looking for regulatory, um, you, you're looking for the system or the whatever, what did they call them again, to kind of accept you. So whatever they want you to do, you are going to do that. That problem does not ex- uh, exist in decentralized exchanges. Decentralized exchanges is just, if we decide to do business, we are going to do business. It is permissionless. You don't need the permission of anyone to do business. And that kind of like, that is a question we've asked ourselves like often on crypto round of africa i mean what is the future of like centralized exchanges in crypto Craig mm, kind of said they are not interested in cutting up the space maybe just the leverage side of it so people might still have access so um i guess the next opportunity is the next
bank speaker purchases will come from decentralized exchanges that can actually offer trading futures. I mean, that, that is going to play a major role in the future. As far as um, they're going to keep coming after centralized exchanges that offer um, leveraging. Um, let me quickly add that we have a Mekan tenant here at the moment. So if they have something to chip in, they can just respond. And something I would want us to maybe kind of move the conversation into is now that Rise Vest have had problems, I think a lot of customers are probably starting to think, oh, what happens to my money? You know, now that the account is blocked for the next six months, if I want to liquidate my asset and make a withdrawal, can I still make the withdrawals? Even though they say that a lot of their partners are offshore, so a lot of the money is supposed to be offshore, but we know from a regulatory standpoint and a trust standpoint, they are, lit they are literally um, tainted. So what crypto stock, what crypto tokens do you think offer exposures to real world class assets that you guys can maybe talk about like in form of synthetics that offer synthetics because okay Binance was offering it Binance is gone with that FTX offers it you can literally sign up on FTX and buy these tokenized stocks but what other tokens do you think give exposure because I think SNX synthetics actually does the same thing and synthetics is decentralized and the same thing Lina linear finance they give you exposure to real world yeah. as, uh, assets so you can just go buy their token with their token you can buy like, like from a basket of S&P 500 or or whatever equities you want like maybe Amazon Apple Google and Tesla stocks so do you think these are great ideas for Nigerians to tap into like buying from like decentralized crypto tokens or they need to like buy from an actual yeah. company this Nigerian company that they know and if yeah what happened if you go bust them <laughs> Yeah, hello guys. Yeah, I think I think Okay. Go, go, go. Yeah. Okay. So um yeah, guys, how you doing? Um it's funny because I actually had this conversation with um, my colleagues at work. Mecca, we can't hear you. Seem to lost you. If anybody else wants to add something, can you guys now, hear me? Yeah, but before no. Mecca seems to be having issues with his network. Mecca, can you hear? Okay, we can't hear you. Yeah, Paul, you want to add something? Oh yeah. Um, I was, I was, I was looking at some some things yesterday when the whole the whole thing was going on, and I was like, um, we have options, but people just need to, I think, have an open mind. Yeah, it's very important because people like brick and mortar yeah me too because i want to go to a bank and rate i want to go somewhere to a company so i it down or, or pack their laptop or pack their physical assets if something happens to my money but the world has moved on from that the world has really moved on from that i mean piggy vest let's say piggy vest now you're saving your money you know that at the end of the day at the end of the day it has to do trust yeah so some of the options we should be looking at as um sticking stable coins like um luna has a very a very interesting ecosystem on this they have they have a st their stable coin ust just ust um there's comp c-o-m-p yeah um they um dai that die have have their own um have something similar to that is a stable coin too yeah where you can stick or where you can um save over a period of time it's more like buying into a pool and um growing your asset your your funds so um, we should be having we should be having an open mind to some of these um some of these options because it, it, it's been obvious over time that the nigerian government or i don't know some group of people want us to be poor 
it's it's by design. I mean, we try to wriggle our way out of it, and somehow, somewhere, they just they just try to stamp their foot on us. So, and stable coins, some of these platforms give you um the opportunity to hedge ag- against inflation. Like I've been I've been staking my Luna for, for a while for for a while now, and you get airdrops, you get um some of these um um free tokens. We have lending. They are lending platforms. They are borrowing platforms. They are um saving platforms where you don't you don't need to buy any crypto. You don't need to do any. Is Bitcoin price going up? Is Bitcoin price not going? You just know that you're signing up with these guys. There's X Y Z percentage you're receiving in a year APYs, and you just leave your money there. It keeps accruing. So basically, what you do is you you just DCA. You add as you go. So you are saving in dollars and growing your 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 funds. So we should look beyond. We should just write um um broaden our uh, perspective, uh, our horizon. We should just we just have it broaden because there are a lot of options these days. A lot of it. There are synthetics. There are there are um um what they call it um indexes where you you, you don't need to have no much. Just read a a, a medium article and you're good. So uh, in in my opinion, we should start um looking at these options because fintech have tried. I mean, they they've done that. They've they've, they've tried. You, but we're fighting we're fighting jackals. We're fighting people who don't give a fuck. Sorry for that language, but people don't who don't who don't care. They just want you it, to them trying to be financially free or trying to be trying to to do your thing without gov- um, government's interference looks like an insult. You like you're insulting them. I mean, I see some of them recently, and they called they called <laughs> they called cryptocurrencies NSAS money. So these are the kind of guys we are dealing with. So it, it's not a case of you either survive like a gazelle or you get eaten. So we should look at some of these um options. There are a lot of them. A lot. Uh, there 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 are a lot of them. There's Comp. There's um UST. There's AAVE. Dai has theirs. So instead of trying to stick to traditional um traditional ways they, they the world is moving at a very fast rate and we should we should catch up with it uh Oloye, do you have anything to add what why would we wait for Oloye to add something i think he's having issues with his network just to reiterate what you're saying i think one thing is that people do not really understand is for example you want to save money away from the Nigerian government. So a simple way to do it without having, if you are risk averse, without having the same issues that maybe a lot of people have in crypto is to buy stable coin. Stable coin are basically pegged to the US dollar. So $1 stable coin of USD, for example, will still be one USD tomorrow. Nothing is going to change. But the price of the Naira, so the dollar changes every day. Like last year, Mokero, he's not even here in the, in the spaces tonight. Mokero and I bought... <laughs> Okay. A lot of USDT at $380, $389 uh, last year. But USDT today is probably, I don't know, $510, $500. So by just that gesture alone, I have saved myself $120 to $140 naira, to $1 that I bought last year. So without buying Bitcoin or anything else, I could just easily deposit that USDT into maybe the compound pool or the curve finance pool. We are in maybe 5 to 8% yearly just for saving so whether the price of bitcoin goes up or it goes down it doesn't affect me i'm not giving myself any exposure i'm just basically saving in usdt it is stable coin 
So it's basically almost the same thing that people do with maybe piggy vest, for example. And why are we saying this? We see how constantly the Naira devalues compared to other major world currencies. We see how the government is blocking people's accounts just because of advocacy for human rights. We see how people are even starting to speculate that at some point the Nigerian government might start taking money off of people's domiciliary account. This is something possible. We cannot rule anything out within the next two years before this government leaves. So it's just a way to hedge your exposure it doesn't have to be a lot of money if it's $20 you have that you want to save you buy USDT you deposit it in maybe one of the pools and it accrues maybe 5 to 10% every year. You just know, okay, that money is stable. It's somewhere. I remember way back in the days, maybe 19, 17 years ago, people would buy dollar because they know the dollar always go up compared to the Naira. And they will keep it at home. That once it goes up, they want to sell it. So it's basically the same thing. Instead of keeping physical currency at home, you can just have them somewhere in an imaginary wallet. Where even if you leave from Lagos to your village or to Accra, Ghana or to anywhere, you can always access it as long as you have the mobile phone and internet it's as simple as that yeah now that you're seeing imaginary money to make people afraid like oh their money is just going to vanish yeah no not nothing of such is going to happen i mean that yeah, is one of the risks that we take with um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah that is that is one of it's like money in the bank yes yes it is it is just an accounting entry it is not actual money because even a lot of people yeah. try to like withdraw money at the same time the bank is going to fail because they don't have that money sitting there it's just an accounting entry and so it's just like all of you are borrowing from each other yeah i get that but we just want to um clear that up i mean as far as you're the only one with access to your wallet that's one of the things uh as far as bitcoin is concerned or cryptocurrency generally as long as you're the only one with access to your wallet then no one else can take that money no one else can seize it without your permission that is that is one of the product market fit as far as nigeria is concerned and a friend just reached out to me about rice rice vest it works there and there's nothing wrong with rice vest we're not saying um your money is not safe with rice vest i mean the one of the great things about that company is that they actually like um they kind of like guessed or kind of like presumed this was going to happen so they 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 saved most of their money in usd anyway so yeah your money is saving rice vest nothing is going to happen to it like i was saying one of the i mean we, we talk about the government being able to lock your accounts at a win they can get some expert motion from one god knows how the guy became a judge and lock your accounts that is impossible with cryptocurrency they are not it, it, they can't it is a store for value that cannot be seized it cannot be stolen except you someone has access to your own the information that only you should have as far as um that is concerned that is another product market fit with nigerian and if you are scared i mean look at what happened in um and this is not to like sound like an asshole weapon in Afghanistan. This is um it's a very sad thing that that country is falling into the hands of we don't know if that's what the Afghan people want because they're not the bothered. But if you are working in Afghanistan or you have money saved up in a bank account, I mean there were pictures of people standing in front of banks, but the bankers were not there. You don't have access to your money. There's no way to do that. Or say you're one of the people on that uh plane that actually went uh that took people off then you've lost every single thing that you have in Afghanistan. But if that does happen, say you bought Bitcoin, then you're going to carry that with you wherever you go. It is not something that you can get left behind. But yeah, as far as um, cryptocurrency is concerned, it just makes
makes sense. Like it makes sense. I mean, Bitcoin doesn't have a marketing department. There's no marketing budget. It does it just as a community. And what is the market cap today? More than I don't know, more than six hundred billion. So I mean, that makes sense. A lot of people are betting with their pockets on Bitcoin. So yeah, I think I think you should bet with them. Yeah, and something else I want to add is the fact that you know one of the really big area for a lot of young nigerians is saving like you see the we've seen the rise of uh rice vest or bamboo or piggy vest where people save their money and another reputable ways okay blockchain services that provide savings and lending and lending i'm not trying to shield a product here but i'm just trying to say okay even within nigeria we have local products or blockchain products like send finance send finance basically does savings and lending like they have a susu which which is a word very far, nigerians are familiar with which is basically where you save in a form of cooperative and i definitely have funds in in safe in send finances um uh cooperative uh on the blockchain like on binance smart chain in my meta mask wallet i have money saved there that accrues interest so why am i doing this because i know if anything happens tomorrow it is difficult for the nigerian government to have an access to a decentralized platform that doesn't even use use a nigerian bank account so the thing is what can they do to these guys these guys are based in in enugu you can't block their their bank account they have workers who are working from all over the world as much as they have different developers who are working on the protocol so the only thing the worst thing you can do to them is you can arrest them that's it but you can't get access to the funds yeah, the yeah you can't get access to the funds and that's basically the idea of what we're trying to say here where we think there is a product market fit for crypto in nigeria because this government is basically basically don't give a fuck they will arrest anybody they will get an expertise motion from any judge to do anything but the end goal basically here is that they cannot hurt your pocket that's it that's the option that and that's the solution that blockchain technology provides to the average nigerian especially the youth who are internet savvy yeah bss can break my bones but it cannot touch my bitcoin (laughs) 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 anyway um uh um i mean even take it away from take it away from like finance i mean take it away from finance take it to medicine take it to supply chain a lot of time is wasted a lot of transaction fees is paid by trying to like confirm money settlement and all these things i mean that is that's is some bitcoin settles that in in minutes at at the quarter at uh at fraction of the price i mean uh samsung i mean i read a uh on some song recently that they, they think like uh, building on blockchain is going to help them cut I think uh, their operating cost by 20% for a company like Samsung that is a lot of money we're talking billions of dollars that is what it is going to save them just by the um, the mere fact that they're going to be able to like your know, their whole inventory is going to be on the blockchain and they can transfer these things in a matter of minutes and these things can get confirmed I mean information is recorded verified and shared in no time they can get confirmed in no time in a way that no one can like interfere with them no staff can write 10 error when you actually receive 15 error because the blockchain is transparent even that is one of the things when some people were saying they send some money some time
time and blockchain is saying no you sent the money this time but they tell coming to tell us no we send the money that time it sounds like it but that is one of the things if governments were to um adopt blockchain which the nigerian government will never do they will never be able to like lie about money because it is a public ledger we can all go there and check what is happening what is moving what is going there so anyone that thinks um blockchain is for criminals should understand the fact that criminals don't like you to know what they have or what is in their wallet but the blockchain it, you can't hide from it anyone that has your um, your address can check what is happening in your account i definitely I mean, they might not know it is you because it is anonymous i definitely agree with but you yeah Bologna, it's, you, you know. can't hide anything from the blockchain. and i mean blockchain technology can can work in different ways to help lives in africa or even in nigeria and one of the really prominent ways i think we can deploy blockchain technology has to be elections in nigeria where we have falsifications of different results and all of that if these results can be exactly. publicly available in real time on the public blockchain. ledger there is no way you can manipulate it there is no way you can change anything it will be there forever for anybody to assess at any time in history now it's just like okay a local government election was conducted in where where i come from in an ondo state i do not even know how the people voted i do not know who won by what margin and what score because it's not available online but if we deploy blockchain technology to in, in our elections anybody will be able to assess this data from anywhere in the world this might sound like a grandiose idea but i definitely think at some point within the next decade that we're definitely going to move towards that point if we can advance as a country and to everyone who's joining us today right now we're basically talking about bitcoin and crypto market feed in nigeria and how it helps solve a lot of problems such as saving and lending the um, compounding of interest exposure to financial instruments and everything else so that's what we're discussing if you're just joining us and how we can improve so if you have anything to to say to that you can make a request to be a speaker and we'll definitely add you on to hear your opinions so i'll give you i'll give the floor back to the guys emeka is back with us yeah hello can you guys hear me can you sure, guys sure my guy sure okay all right go ahead so go on go on let me just try to catch up with what's happening we've tried to offer yeah. solutions on how people can save in stable coins and how people although you talk about how people can use crypto as a form of payment in international businesses like playing paying suppliers in in asia or china for example and how people can pay their school fees personally i live in europe and i also use um bitcoin as a form of foreign exchange arbitrage to move money so i need money it's summer we're going on vacations and everything so i usually sell usdt to euro to be able to access funds so i don't have to maybe try to make an international wire from my nigerian account or try to do anything i just sell usdt to euro and money is in my account and that's it so we're just offering solutions on how people can different forms that people can use crypto to to bypass a lot of the economic hardship that's being engineered by the government or people want to buy stocks like s&p 500 equities and everything and how they can get these exposures through synthetic products in crypto like snx linear linear finance and other products okay great great also i want to i want to add um it used to be or it still is that people use art to buy art to, to hedge your money, save your money. And NFTs gives you the opportunity to. You can just go to OpenSea or Rarible, get something, and just keep it. You don't spend this money, but you want you want it to be, you want to spend this, you, want, you don't want to spend this money, you want to save it, but you only, like, put it in something that has value. You can just go and get an NFT. I mean, 
if the floor price the floor price never changes i mean if you bought it at xyz amount it now depends on who's you know it's not a case of um i want to sell it it will be that amount or it goes it goes higher yeah so like how um um people do with um traditional art you can use nfts too to 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 hold your money i mean there's a whole marketplace on open variable and a lot of things a lot of things are going on i think it's very soon even games you can just <laughs> buy games and just all right have your thing so, going on so my question is this a lot of the opportunities yeah paul you there yeah okay. yes, so my question is this um for you nft versus yield farming or staking platforms that is like what, what you're seeing right now you have like a whole lot of money and you don't know what to do with it but you, okay you probably just want to keep it somewhere so would you rather invest that fiat in nfts or you put it into staking personally i'll put it into staking this is a personal opinion personally but as as there are some people who will buy art and there are some people who will buy bonds it, it's just a matter of um, um, preference personally as paul i'm i'm going to put it in a staking platform i'm going to i'm going to stake it i'm going to put it somewhere where i can see a daily progression a monthly progression of um, my um funds growing so personally but People, there's some people who will buy a Van Gogh instead of putting their money, you know, in the bank. So it's it's also an opportunity. Um, yeah. Paul, I would definitely want to offer not a different opinion though, just something to talk about how NFTs can be used as as a store of value. I'll talk about that later. But I think there's someone who wants to speak. Bola Dali Adekoya. He's the deputy managing editor of People's Gazette. So he's. He's adding as a speaker, he wants to speak. So I'm giving the floor to him. Let's see what he wants to add or if he has a question. Then I'll go back to how NFTs can be a store of value and we'll talk about that. All right. Hello, Bola. Can you hear us? Yeah. Good evening, everyone. It's, a, okay, it's evening here in Nigeria. So good evening. Uh, it's a pleasure to be here with you, Hulk. Um, uh, well, I joined the uh, crypto trading um, not too long ago. I think I started with just like everybody. I started with uh, with um, with the meme coin, Dutch coin, and then <clears throat> I think it's a fantastic idea. I think if it is well utilized, it can be um, a, can be uh, the the um, probably the remedy to most of Nigerians' problem. But what I really wanted, and I've listened to the conversation since morning and I'm, or since the program started, and I think is it's been very educative. Um, I tried taking of recent and uh, with a new coin really and i think it's really lovely where you get um you get a particular percentage on every day on whatever you are staking i think it's really lovely um what i really want us to discuss about is the so-called uh, and i think that is that's part of the when i joined that was the discussion on ground uh that is that has to do with the binance dominance of the crypto cryptocurrency market where the, um so it has to be most of the transaction has to be the other uh, after the uh bsc or the eth uh, eth is and most nigerians are not really doing eth because of the, also the gas fee involved so um is a mass market that's the base is a mass market for everybody and um if you look at it uh, holistically i think that for us and i just talking about the the report of binance um last week or two weeks ago if i'm really correct the nigerians are majorly the big players now when it comes to cryptocurrency in the world and i think it's something we need to look, we need to look at critically um <clears throat> if we cannot create our own medium of estate like the like the bsc i think it's important and i think this is where government feels because it is no 
no-brainer. It is something you can actually do. And I, if they get in touch with uh, C, CZ, he calls himself. Something you can discuss with. So I don't really know the reason why anybody is talking about banning cryptocurrency trading in Nigeria. Because if you want the BNB, your home BNB that Nigerians are trading with to be pegged against the Naira, which of course, dollar, yes, but of course, the Naira, and you're going to determine the value based on the CBN rate. That is going to take off a lot of the so-called demand and stress that it, the Naira is having presently. Uh, and um, But I don't know, maybe we'll see a change of fortune when they start the uh, the E-Naira in October. Probably maybe they've had that in the offering, but presently, I think it's something they should look at. Uh, yes, Nigerians are demanding dollar. That is because our 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 currency presently is, uh, our currency is um, for a lack of a better word, shitty. But um, basically, um, I think it, we need innovators in power. Um, it might sound like a cliche, but we need people who, well, I'm not, I don't want to talk about age now, but as the mindset to do things differently, they are in tune with the reality of the present uh, world, that, the world that we live in, and uh, they, they are open-minded. Uh, but unfortunately, everybody seems to see uh, you two are not engaged in the five, in the um, eight to six workers, mischievous as uh, dubious and what have you. So I think basically <laughs> we need individuals that force, that can think. The young thoughts in the in the administration seems to be rather given the political um, essay, social media, new media, and the rest. Why basically what we need is an, is an advisory committee to the president about innovation, not a committee headed by Pantami. I'm sorry to say, I don't know where he's going. I think he said he had some good educations uh, around the world. But we need someone, it's not just about the level of education, the level of exposure. So we need an advisory committee on innovation that will advise Mr. President on what we really need to do. I watched the documentary, but probably maybe a few years ago, it's been long. I think it was China plan on having a, a word of glass or something. And I think it's possible in Nigeria. But it, because, of course, our we have the younger generation, we have the youngest um, population, of course. And then, if you look at it, I think we have innovators. I've seen what people have done with Piggy Vase. I've seen very crazy ideas that have come to fruition that most times it just ends up in the realm of imagination. And people have utilized it in spite of the shortcomings that we have in this country. So, I think we, 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 we the push is there, the energy is there, the zeal to exert is there. People only need government policies that does not handicap them, but encourage them to be innovators. And it's unfortunate that presently the president administration does not seem to be dancing to that or not. Maybe feels that uh, these young boys that are not going to work. Pardon me, I'm probably speaking pigeon for those of you that don't understand pigeon. All the young boys will just sit down for hours since for money, sleep, for bed. And before you know, they're driving they're driving a Bentley or driving a, a, a Bugatti. So for most of them, they feel they're just into fraud. So we have to distill that in, that notion from them. And I also want to really uh, reach out to um, the the the, the tech guys. See, they have to get involved. See, you can keep, and you have lobbies even even around the world in US and UK. You have to look for a way to get involved in the system, even if it's not directly. And I'm talking about funding election, funding candidates for election. It doesn't have to be direct. Form a caucus within yourself. I'm, see, I'm, I'm a pragmatist, so I'm, I'm not going to say look for a thought force. No, don't look for a thought force. As far as I just concerned in 2020, there's no thought force. And um, I think we've, we've, we've heard about um, what Boladale is talking about in respect to, to blockchain technology. 
technology. I think he made yeah. a lot of point. One of that yeah, has to be one of that has to be like the the disparity that I, I talked about on Twitter that I tweeted about between boomers versus zoomers. Like the ideological difference or disparity that that exists between how boomers see the world economy and how billionaires and zoomers see, especially in respect to Nigeria. I think he creates that point where people think okay, people are getting involved in crypto and all this new technology or programmers, developers, as long as they carry dreadlock and they wear nose rings or they wear um, some type of jean or they don't dress corporate to go for nine to five jobs that they think they're on serious. But meanwhile, these people are basically building technology of the future. So there's a dichotomy there between the age difference and a lot of people who are probably advising the Nigerian government don't get it. Then he talked about Binance mm-hmm. dominance and mm-hmm. yeah. Let me tell you what this it is madness. That is what it is because we can't be trying to prove that we are not frauds to people that are pre- literally printing and stealing money. I mean, seriously, there's no moral high ground there for the for the government as far as I'm concerned. There's there's really nothing there. I mean, these guys have borrowed our futures away. We can't be the ones that are not coming to prove to them that we're not frauds. I don't think they care about that because they have no moral superiority to even care or to even say who is a foster or who is not a foster. I mean, we let's, have... Hold on, let's, let's not go into the political angle. I'm, I care more about it. No, it's just... Here. Yeah, yeah. He it talked about Binance dominance. So, what platforms are we creating within Nigeria tech space that's blockchain innovation that basically addresses some of the things he said? For example, decentralized pair-to-pair platforms that give people access to USDT to Naira ratio that's fair to the people or give people exposure. What are the products we have developing within the space that gives people access to savings and lending or to synthetics or to compound interest like the African Compound Index or things like that? So we can talk about these things. I think Michael Onanji is also the That is exactly what they're trying to do at Afridex. I mean, we had them on was it last week and while we didn't reach any consensus on... I think we have Michael here. He wants to speak. Hello, Michael. Can you hear yeah. us? Yeah, thank you for thank you for putting me on. Um, so, so just about the hopefully the, they are successful in that. Hello, you can you wait, about, please. Uh, Hello, you wait. Michael ESC is speaking. Cosmos or Polkadot and Arena. Hello, Michael. Can you go on? Oh, sorry, Ole. I didn't mean to interrupt. Go ahead, brother. Sorry about that. This guy's. We can have our own. No, no, no. Uh, you can go on, Michael. Go on. Okay, the Okay, so um, you were talking about the Binance. Uh, thank you. We're talking about the Binance uh, dominance and uh, like what firms are able to do. Um, so like I, I don't know if you guys have seen like that Bitnob uh, video, uh, Bernard uh, basically integrating the Lightning Network. Um, it's uh, it looks like a very like small you know step uh, but like the effect is like fairly big um because what they've been able to do is they've displaced um you know fees in terms of when people want to send money over and now like all it takes is for you to have a strike wallet in someone in nigeria having a bitten up wallet and you can settle in naira and there's other firms you know there's like buy coins and, you know, uh, I think there's, there's a multitude of firms, but I think moving forward, the important thing is, despite what, whatever the government does, we have to, like, find ways, like, through, like, things like DeFi. So, like, I believe, like, you guys were talking earlier about, like, the custodial nature of crypto, and, like, that's the most important element of it. I think a lot of people understand that, and, like, like, like what you guys were saying, like, 
with Afghanistan, like how it, you know, broke down in a matter of days. We live in a very uh, fragile democracy. Um, you know, like as much as it's running, in reality, like it could falter just as easily. But at the end of the day, I think crypto is one of the best chances that we have out of this mess. And to the point that the, that guy was saying, the guy who works at the newspaper, in terms of funding governments, uh, in terms of funding elections, I think crypto is like the first industry that has enough people with money to actually do something like that. Because I think something like if Bitcoin goes to 200K, there's going to be half the world's billionaires come from crypto. I, I wonder what that also means for the millionaire category as well, even the $100,000 category. But what I'm trying to say is, I think, you know, everything comes together with crypto if governments choose to adopt it. And it all depends on what we do locally. Because as much as Binance is dominating now, I don't know if you're seeing what's happening with the regulation. I, I think their end is coming in terms of dominance. I don't know if you guys remember BitMEX, but there was there were days where BitMEX had like, it was the king on the block. And I think Binance is going through that phase where it's like dying in dominance. And like FTX now is big. Like there's always these cycles of exchanges, but you know, I think some will last like FTX. I don't think it's going to be like quite the same, but that's irregardless. But I think it's very important that like locally um, we, we have exchanges that are our people. And just, I think that. Hello, Michael, you're signing to break off. Hello, we can't. Hello, Michael, we can't hear you. So basically, let me try to unpack what, what Michael is saying. He said uh, he, he talked about Lightning Network, connecting to BeatNob, being able to send money um, with less transaction fee or less than nothing. Can you hear us now, Michael? Hello? So so I think I, I saw BeatNob just rolled out Lightning Network, I think yesterday or two days ago so i haven't really looked into that so that's something to also look into especially now that one of the main selling point of binance smart chain and, and binance itself is the low fees then something else he talked about is the bitmax Arthur hayes anyone who's been bitcoin long enough know bitmax dominance back then i basically because everything being traded was traded with the btc pair and nobody really talks about bitmax anymore and i agree with with michael that binance is going through the same exact type of change where people are starting to move on and ftx seems to be the new kid on the block so i don't know if we can get michael on he's requesting can anybody else hear me so it doesn't feel like i'm talking to myself yeah 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 okay, i can hear you yeah, yeah. so I, i'm so, sorry if i was talking over anyone before i yeah yeah you probably I could not hear anyone. anyone yeah i could not hear anyone speaking i'm very sorry about that yeah michael can you hear us now yeah yeah sorry I'm yeah just, yeah yeah you you went off so yeah, so yeah, I'm back. Just, yeah, I'm just uh, like, I'm in a place where there's a service. Oh, sorry about that. I apologize. Yeah, 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 sure. You you, you kind of cut off mid-sentence where you talked about um, Binance going through the same set of uh, Bitcoin uh, dominant yeah, so that BitMEX had, and then BitMEX kind of faded out, and everyone just moved on from Arthur and his guys. Yeah, so yeah, so so yeah, this, ha this like you were saying, these things happen, and it's just like part of the cycle. And just because of the, the, you know, the insane regulation that comes with crypto, like staying alive and not getting, you know, sued or having to play, you know, insane amount of litigation is something that happens. But at the end of the day, like, I feel what's going to happen in emerging markets is I think local will win just because of regulation. Um, I think it's just going to be so hard for international firms. Like you guys saw the, I think it's the NITA D bill 
Um, you know, it's just stupid, insane amounts of regulation that will make it so that only local uh, local companies survive. And at the end of the day, like, you know, it's just local will win. There's a multitude of them. Um, my, my number one would be buy coins. If you were to personally ask me if I was to buy a couple of Bitcoins, where would I go? It would be buy coin, buy coins. Um, but yeah, it just really depends on what you want to do. I think I think Bernard with Bitnob has like an amazing platform. Like what he was able to do with Lightning was he basically made Western Union obsolete with a couple of lines of code. Uh, if you actually really think about it, what he's done, because on a day where Bitcoin moves like not a lot, you can buy Bitcoin, send it and sell it in USD in less than 30 seconds. So the volatility that everyone was scared about sending Bitcoin and using it for rem uh, remittance purposes, that's uh, that's eliminated now uh, because you have the Lightning Network that, you know, settles like in a very instant kind of uh, manner. So you can just sell that to USD and, you know, it really does. You, you, you just Bitcoin literally just fixed remittances in Nigeria. And I think that's just from a local company. I don't think Binance would have done that first. And that just goes to show, like, you know, the importance of the importance of like local companies and like how they're able to shape their ecosystems. Man, I'm really grateful for your contribution, man. I really love this. Like, this is basically what we're talking about. Like, what's the product market feed of crypto to Nigeria? And that's an excellent point of making the point of remittance. It helps remittance. Like, now, when we look at maybe TransferWise, Western Union, MoneyGram, they're becoming obsolete because of this new blockchain technology and BitNob. Definitely, I haven't really looked into BitNob a lot, but I think it's starting to actually catch my attention. So, that's something for me to look into and he also reiterates the fact that there's definitely a product market fit for crypto in nigeria so anybody else wants to add anything else we can go on yeah yeah um just to, just to um pick a bit more on um, what um michael saying history happened to history happened before our eyes maybe not not so noticeable about three hours ago when bitnob um used lightning um network integration to send um usd from the us to um directly to um an error account um I think Bernard Bernard Parra used um sent um ten dollars in his US bank account and we can spend the way now. Uh, this just made Western Union obsolete. It, it, it may not may not look big now, it may not look huge now, but parents now can send money to their wards or their kids in an instant. I mean it's it's huge. And there's no there's no there's no financial um interference. This is a wallet to wallet um transaction straight. So this is history happening before our eyes and I think we should just pay attention. We should it, cryptocurrency solves a lot of these issues, especially for we in third world countries, developing nations, where these systems are designed to keep us down, it's 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 big. I mean, these guys just solved remittances. The issue of remittances, they just did. I mean, two wallets just just interfacing with each other, and you can get um US dollars from to your to your Naira account spendable immediately. It's it's a big deal, and I think we should um. I would say team, um, most of these fintech um, um, startups should start in, um, looking into this. It's, 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 it should be done yesterday, to be honest. It should be done yesterday. 
Yeah, Aloy, what do you have to add to that in terms of um, maybe peer-to-peer platforms locally that basically bypasses by Bitcoin uh, Binance dominance? Because right now, a lot of access to USDT in Nigeria is through Binance peer-to-peer platform. But we have a lot of new tech companies, yeah, blockchain, just... that are developing peer-to-peer de- decentralized platforms. What do you have to say to that? Because it seems you and Emeka have similar experiences working in that type of sector. Yeah, I don't I don't even want to like talk about those right now. I mean when Michael and um, Paul were talking, I'll just smile. I checked the just a few minutes before they started talking about it. I was on my um uh, the burnout guys page and Bitnob and I saw one of my I think Shala, one of the guys I follow, he said it was uh mine Bitcoin through um bits node and all that stuff it was it was cutting. Yeah. So it's just we are just literally like running circles around these guys that translate campus and that is what our generation is about we're like we're just like breaking walls down we're just fucking breaking all these walls down i mean and it's just so fucking inspiring that that is the truth the fact that they can't hold us down i don't know i don't know how to like put this without sounding very um i don't know maybe dreamy but the fact that they cannot hold us down like i don't know to me this is this is just freedom i mean that uh, in uh on the scale of on the scale of like freedom signing financial freedom takes a lot of um uh, carries a lot of weight and if we can do this and we can adopt this enough then it doesn't we don't we don't have to care where Mifile wants to do the central bank it is none of our issue anymore and that is that is one of it, it is really inspiring i'm just i'm just so inspired by these guys as far as p2p goes p2p would always be there because that is what um cryptocurrency is in the first place the fact that we can transact without it, it is it is a permissionless system like currency we can transact we can store value without going through any intermediary i think so yeah i don't that, know I that think will this, always be done we'll we keep uh building on that on this yet i think we've been able to answer the question of how product market fit crypto and nigeria works in the sense that remittance it's a really good thing here how people can access usdt using naira but i think a critical area for a lot of people will be savings and lending so maybe at some point we need to be bring these guys at send finance to come explain how their savings and lending platform works we can get that to work how people can save in their isusu and these other blockchain savings platform where they can people can earn interest then i think that work oh yeah oh yeah i, I agree with that because we, we uh, now we need to have an uh, we need to have a hybrid of from um, traditional savings we know about with blockchain it's it's, it's inevitable at this point we need to have that because we're fighting a system I keep saying we're fighting a system we're fighting a system that is designed to get us to lose so it will be it will be interesting uh, to have these guys on here to talk about these products and um, offer solutions offer alternatives to what we presently have it, it, it's, it's a need at this point it is a need I mean we talked about remittances and as Gibi said savings is important because <laughs> it's our culture we want to do our job we want to do it so, so want to do all these things. I mean, I want to see my money grow. So, 
I don't know if how we could reach them to to come talk about this product and how we can how they, we we can talk about solutions to integrating these traditional ways into blockchain. It is it's very very um expedient now. Wait, I have a question. I have a question, and it sounds like a very basic question, but mm-hmm. internet uh, penetration in Nigeria itself is not up to fifty percent, and maybe despite what that uh, whatever that where they got that data from says that the two percent of Nigerians is my Bitcoin. It is a lie. It can be more than ten percent. I mean, this is just straight out of my ass. But that two percent was based on a very, very faulty uh, sample size of people who were already in like the space. So yeah, how do we bank like the crypto bank? You know, how, how do we make it so accessible that people, even people who are not as uh, privileged, can actually come on board and be onboarded and they can use the system? I mean, that will be the next. Uh, big thing to build a Nigerian space. Um, Michael, do you want to add something? Because I see you're back. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So from what I from what I understand about, uh, if you want to find the best example of a country that has unbanked uh, their society with uh, technology, there's uh, if you if you uh, if you listen to uh, the last the Bankless podcast, uh, there's a there's an episode entitled uh, China's. Uh, Ah. Uh, hello, Michael. Basically, just to distill what. I'm sorry, someone speaking. No, I think yeah, Michael was speaking, but his network is breaking. I think he has bad service. But I definitely, for anyone who's interested in DeFi, in DeFi, decentralized finance, I think um, Bankless guys are pretty knowledgeable guys to actually follow and. I used, I watch them quite some time on, on YouTube, but I just haven't seen this. What guys? Bankless. It's called Bankless HQ or something. Bankless. Can Michael hear us? Can you spell it? Bankless. Just okay. go on. Just go on YouTube. Google. Uh, just put it Bankless. So they're sort of like DeFi ETH maxes though. Um, can Michael hear us? Because seems nah bad service. Anyways. Yeah, my question. No one, no one has attempted my question though. I don't make crypto. I would do simply for crypto. Is how do why don't we actually have this conversation with, with people who are building products within the space especially for example maybe these guys are saying finance we should be able to try to get them on and have them explain okay they're building something similar to piggy vest but this time it's on the blockchain so how do they actually get people to download metamask buy bnb buy busd they access their, their product and save money on the blockchain so I think it will definitely be it an interesting like thing. Yeah, it sounds like a lot of work, but then let's talk to them. Let's see what they are doing to actually make Nigerians do this, like go through this step to save on their platform. Yeah, hopefully one of them replies my DM. I think I sent a DM to one Did you send a DM so to, to, to the to Ugochuku, the, the CEO? Yeah. yeah. I'll try yeah, to yeah. reach out to him on by, on Telegram there. Yeah, they, but I'm not very cool in the old, but no, yeah. All right. Yeah. I think Michael is back with us. Hello, Michael. Can you hear us? Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. I'm you a, you I'm, were breaking off. Perfect service now. Yeah. I'm right. Yeah. Okay. You were so breaking off when you were. Yeah. You were breaking yeah. off when you yeah. were talking about the bankless guy and how they talked about China. So yes. we didn't hear anything yeah, further so, than that. 
Oh, perfect. Thank you. So basically, from what I understand is uh, China in 2014, when crypto was becoming a thing uh, in terms of like, you know, blowing up, realized like there was going to have to be an alternative banking system. So a couple of things that they did that was pretty unique is China never gives out banking licenses, but they gave out, I believe, like two to three banking licenses, private banking licenses. And who did they give it to? They gave it to WeChat and I believe um, the other uh, Ant Financial. So um, those would have been the, like one and then another company. But the unique thing that I think China did that America uh, didn't do, they had QR codes. It, it, it feels very stupid and very simple. But what they realized was unlike the American system of like, you know, the NFC, like having chips and phones and having like tap and that whole technology, QR codes was dead simple. All you needed was a smartphone with a camera connected to the internet and you you know, that was how China was able to get, you know, their mobile penetration rate for like mobile payments, uh, one of the highest in the world. And, you know, I think their e-commerce that happens through the phone is something at 37% and America, North America is like 8%. And that's because of literally just QR codes. And I think Nigeria stands at a, you know, very good crossroads now, now that we have uh, Lightning and the fact that QR codes work so well in China. And I think like, it's just about making it dead simple at the end of the day. That's how you unbank the bank. Like if, like if you take one lesson out from china is literally dead simple qr codes and like that's literally it you don't need to make anything fancy you don't need to have like a, a chip or a tap and just literally point your camera tap and then send from whatever wallet it connects to and you know at the end of the day like you don't have to reinvent the wheel you just take whatever works for you and you know make it work wow that's just phenomenal wow i think this is definitely an easier way to onboard nigerians like have a qr code for people to scan and connect to some wallet that it's easier for them to assess and create yeah. and just uh, nah it's just it's just, just to me the best way to yeah, maybe onboard a lot of just, people like, just like what yeah just like what Mpesa did with um, um, US, USSD I mean something so simple that anyone can use not uh, just something simple that's 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 a beautiful solution it's it's, it's huge it's a, yeah it's a, a lot of a lot of a lot of unbanking the bank really making it simple the more the more complex people try to make it uh, you know the more you realize that they're not really just the thing is as a nigerian how the mama in the markets go use your thing just think about it you literally give her a qr code that's it you know <laughs> like it's like that's literally it like you know there's nothing fancy there's no you know there's no like whatever you literally you print it out you know dead simple we have all those boys who give you mp3 players like you give them your phone to give you songs literally literally can be printing out qr codes for people and they post it in front of their stall and like we have all the tools it's about getting you know getting people to innovate in a way that's like fast enough that we onboard everyone Man, you can't you can't know how much of an alpha you just dropped. Like I, I've never thought of it this way. I've never saw it this way. You know, definitely. But this, back to my team to talk about this. Like this is just it just makes sense to me. Like how do you get yeah. the market woman or just the random guy on the street to to get involved? To how do you onboard them? This just makes sense to me. Everyone has a cell phone. It's kind of QR code. It connects connects to some sort of wallet. They are able to create their own wallet or they have their own wallet and they just transact to me that's just the simplest way to onboard people no it makes a lot of sense now that i'm saying it i mean um, we've thought about it but i don't know somehow qr 
because never just came to our minds because that is something i've been thinking because everyone's like like uh what ben adjusted which is lightning node you need some level of um education to be able to like uh walk your way around this one thinking something very simple that the next person i think we just found a solution the next uh challenge is actually building that solution and yeah i'm sure would uh work at that i hope to see you guys build it man <laughs> please do our people need it <laughs> Def definitely man definitely we need to bank the own bank and just yeah, give people so a better alternative to to more economic prosperity we're having problems getting a maker to join us he's one of the guys building a pair-to-pair -pair platform in nigeria but i don't know it's just difficult tonight yeah i mean i well, think the way makers uh completely they need to make a lot of sense and it simplifies it for a lot of people too because this is a case of if you can uh use whatsapp if you can use telegram if you can use whatsapp that means you can use telegram if you can use telegram that means you can trip I mean that's that's is very very simple and they are doing the very they're doing great work and um, they just got accepted into uh greenhouse so I'm sure they would get enough um resources to actually build that out because it just makes a lot of sense using uh telegram bots to actually trade the cryptocurrency so you don't need um all the fancy uh BSC and all that stuff you just go on your telegram and be able to trade yeah I'm sure once is able to connect it would be able to like explain uh Clear. Yeah, so what else is there for us to talk about? Maybe it's time to bounce. Bitcoin, 46k, Cardano is gradually going towards all-time high. Doge, yeah, let me show Doge. another one about projects. some there. rally at some point. Yeah, I'd like to shill on that project. We're writing a newsletter, me and Groovy. We're writing a newsletter, which we call E-Economics. And yeah, uh, we're, it's going to be a weekly newsletter. We're going to talk uh, about the stuff. I mean, technical analysis, fundamental analysis, uh, news on the space, anything, uh, crypto macro. Uh, we're going to be doing that. So yeah, I'm going to probably send the substack on my Twitter, maybe tomorrow. So yeah, once that is out, please uh, subscribe and you will get it in your mail say every thursday we'll not walk around it yet we're still working on the format but yeah yeah i think we have none so we just added Nonso to speak Nonso, what do you have for us hi guys good evening i'm always on this space i never miss it i so see you all the time the shout out to you man i see you uh, all the time knowledge is power oh, okay yeah so I, I just wanted to ask who has been able to like it's solana season here yeah, we all know that so i just wanted to ask who has been able to like um assess dApps on solana and how they've been able to do that i've been looking at the nft marketplace on solana but i don't think there's like a proper wallet for solana that you can just use mobile for so i just like to know if there's anyone who has like assessed solana has been able to do stuff on it because like i'm just thinking why should i just hold my solana and it doesn't do anything i, I believe that there will be places that you can supply it farm it or just take it on on the solana blockchain and get better apys than binance build yeah so uh, i'm asking something uh michael do you have any experience on solana ecosystem i think mr solu is here why don't we put him up he's a solana maxwell who who mr solu is, is in here if he could just raise his crypto solu He's in Solana Maximus. I think he'd be the best person to ask. Can he? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Crypto Solo. Let me invite him to speak. So I just, so that he can answer Nonso's question. I, I play around a lot on, on Solana ecosystem. I mostly just play around on Radium. I farm on Radium. So, and I use Solet Web app, um, Wallet. So I think that's just pretty much it. I just, usually just play around on Radium, but not on Solana itself. 
So I just sent an invite to Crypto Solu. So I'm still waiting for him to accept so that he can speak to us. If he can answer that question, ask, ask by none. So I don't know what's going on with the network, but I've sent Crypto Solo like an invite to speak a few times. So uh, I really don't know. Like I, I've sent the, the Solana NFT marketplace and I don't know the floor price for a lot of the NFTs there just kind of put me off in the sense that it feels like a money grab to me, you know, because Solana is just this cool ecosystem basically riding off of Sam's coattail. So I think everyone is just trying to also profit off of that, not based on the merit of the ecosystem, just off of the name of Sam. So I haven't really gone down into the rabbit hole of Solana that much, but I definitely like the ecosystem. Um, we can't get anyone to answer a non-sales question. Crypto Solu cannot connect. I don't know why. Anybody else want to add something? Please go ahead. Hello, can anybody Where's hear me? Why is Kenneth not up? This is his fault. Kenneth. I can't even get Crypto Solute to accept. I can't get Kenneth to accept. I don't know. I think it has to do with network or something. Okay. Um. I think maybe we'll re we'll, we'll revisit the we'll, re we'll revisit on um, the um, question. Yeah. Maybe the, the next time. Um, I think I'll just I'll just look up on that tonight. But the thing is, something I would like to ask now, so is this: Where do you have your Solana? Is it on Select Web Wallet or on an exchange? I think it's on Binance. It's still on an exchange, but like, there's no there's no like wallet like Trust or for Solana. It's like really annoying that you have to. They they have they have um, Select Web. Exchange. Yeah, yeah, they have Select Web. They also accept um Phantom and also C ninety eight. They accept those wallets. Oh, C ninety eight, great. I think yeah, I'll try so, C98. So if you can get it off Binance to C ninety eight wallet, you can okay. connect to to Radium and you can be able to oh, stake beautiful. directly on Radium. Oh beautiful. Thanks, man. I'm definitely going to yeah, yeah, yeah. No problems, man. I'm inviting Crypto Solo to speak once more. Maybe he can add something. Well, is there anybody who wants to say something else? Drop some alpha for the week or something that you think people should be aware of. Feel free. The floor is yours. Anybody wants to share anything? Uh, one last, uh, one last thing I think people should uh, know is the uh, I don't know the rate of the money like supply in Nigeria. I think the M two money supply. If you look at it in what's it, what if what it's done in the last decade, I think it's gone three x between three to four x. So you know if you follow the same slope, that would imply another three to four x in the decade. So that would imply the price of all goods three to four x. That would show that that should be like a two thousand naira to one dollar. At the end of the decade, I don't know. I feel like people should always just remember that number. Like, how would you feel changing two million naira and you know getting like a thousand dollars? You know, because that day that day is coming in this decade. And, you Fact. Know, you know, people 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 don't really realize that. They think it's some like far away thing. But you'll change twenty million naira, you get ten k. You change two hundred million naira, you get a hundred thousand dollars. And that's just the reality we're going into. And so, like you, people could either deny it, or they can literally take a, a line, go to the CBN website, look at the M2 money supply. Everyone, I think everyone did uh, what's called elementary maths. The slope, literally take the slope, and you see the slope increases. Like even with COVID 2020, you see the slope goes up, and you know at the end of the day, it's just going to keep getting worse. So it's either like you guys were saying about the saving aspect of it. It's either you realize like what's happening to the what's happening to the price levels in Nigeria, and you adapt and you find an asset that's increasing at a greater rate than 
than the, the price levels or you just, you know, you just suffer and you just wait for the currency to eventually collapse. Because at the end of the day, it's, that's that's what it's kind of looking like. And so, you know, it's, it's totally up to you. You either watch Bitcoin, save a bunch of people, or you just stay in the water and you drown. I definitely agree with you, Michael. Like, it's definitely one of the things I've been saying for a while. It's not scare tactics. It's happening right in your face. It's just... A few months or a few years out for that to become reality like way back maybe five years ago denier was maybe 150 to one dollar and we were complaining and few years down the line it's already 3x even more than 3x and it's even getting worse because right now there is no oversight with the cbn printing more money and releasing it to the economy so which basically leads to to inflation and we're looking at venezuela all over again it's just a matter of time yeah. and that's why we just keep reiterating how bitcoin or crypto solves this problem like how people can just have a hedge against inflation just if the government is the, if these fucking boomers are going to continue to print more money you can just protect yourself against inflationary economics yeah venezuelans didn't didn't it, this is how i believe some people in venezuela then spoke about it, 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 it one day you just wake up and it's it's downhill you're in the trenches yeah so the 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 quicker we we adopt bitcoin and cryptocurrency the better for us i mean we could we could we could watch the old guard eat themselves up while we're somewhere just as spectators laughing but if you keep being skeptical you keep sticking to the old ways i mean the world will just leave you behind because it's happening before our very eyes africa has always played catch-up innovations everything we've always played catch-up and this is our only opportunity to black be in the center of the conversation and we shouldn't make mistakes people before us or folks before us have made bitcoin is freedom cryptocurrencies is freedom do you want to do you want to yeah. be free or do you want to be a slave i mean it's up to you 100 percent. and just and just to add to what you're saying about freedom uh, most people I, you guys always hear this a lot a lot of people say that the cbn one day is going to seize the dollars in your dom accounts like and people don't realize like it's only a matter of years until this happens there will be a day where nigeria is effectively like lebanon and you it's not legal for you to have u.s currency in your home like the state is in control of all the dollars because they're just so desperate for it and like that's literally where we're heading and you have a choice to opt for a digital currency that is non like that is you custody you custody yourself you don't need any other person to custody it and you don't need to store uh, like obscene amount of you know dollars in your possession you know you can put it wherever you want anywhere in the world it's a completely different way of thinking and the thing is this dom ban will happen there will come a day where the nigerian central bank will seize all the dollars in your bank and it will just happen like a movie they like to say it will just be like film you know so it will just like happen like it'll be a cascade of events a couple of weeks ago they banned the bdc's the next move is literally when it gets hard again they'll ban the dom accounts and that's it if you want dollars you have to you just can't get it because they'll just be starved for it and i don't think you guys noticed but in may of this year the cbn all the money they gave in the fa the federal allocation in the month of may was printed because it didn't generate any any profit there was no money to share for that federal cake so the cbn had to print the deficit so at the end of the day it's it's like you the writing is on the wall the that, that dollar that we're like hoarding and we're trying to like that 38 billion dollars that we're, we claim that you know we have access to it's this it's gonna start dwindling down and like i don't know if it's gonna be evs i don't know what it is but like the writing is on the wall you guys saw shell selling their assets 
the writing's on the wall for our biggest or, uh, dollar earner. And so it's either, like, we can either pretend like it's going to get better and hope, or you can act counter to it and protect yourself for what's coming. Because, you know, it's easy to go from being comfortable to, you know, abject poverty really quickly in Nigeria. It's not it's not a hard thing that for, for just to happen. You know, I know how many times I watched inflation eat everyone around me money. I've seen it. I've literally seen it. I've seen it multiple times over. We live in it. I don't know. Like Someone was telling me pure water now in Abuja is 20 naira. I remember buying pure water for 5 naira. I couldn't even imagine water going up 4x. It's just Man. something that is not fat There is nothing to add. It may sound like fear-mongering, but it's fact. I actually do believe at some point the CBN is going to come for the dollars in the domiciliary accounts. I think it's definitely going to happen. And just like you said, in May, where they actually, I think it was a governor who made the allegation that the CBN had to print money to be able to meet up with, with FAAC allocations. And something else is this. Paul, if you remember very well, a few months ago, one of the economists, Nigerian economists on, on Twitter mm -hmm. talked about how the CBN could actually just print Naira and just go on Binance oh, and, okay. and buying a bunch of Bitcoin. And I was like, what? I remember that conversation. Like, yeah, why are you giving these people one, like you know? stupid ideas? Like, oh, CBN, print more Naira. Take that Naira, go to, to Binance and buy Bitcoin. Then you can sell the Bitcoin for USDT and get USD foreign exchange back. And I was like, do those people actually understand basic economics or they just go by, oh, we're economists and we'll come on Twitter and just spout any form of, of, of economics that they just Crap. draw from the roadside. I mean, economics have direct effect on people's life, like actual people, like their net worth, their ability to afford things, their future. So why are you giving these people ideas? These people are already printing money and you're telling them you can print more money and just go on Binance and buy Bitcoin, sell this Bitcoin to USDT or to USD, get foreign exchange back, repeat and rinse and use that to help the country end. Like if everybody does that, what happens? <laughs> yeah, no, hundred percent, hundred percent, hundred percent. But it's it's been a pleasure talking to you guys. I, I have to go. I'm about to have dinner. I, I really do appreciate you guys letting me come on and just spew some ideas. I really appreciate it. Um, thank you guys so much. Yeah, thanks, Michael. We hope to have thank you some you. other times, man. Yeah. Um, Oloye, can you hear? If Oloye cannot hear us, then I guess it's time Paul and yeah. I sign out because we yeah, seem we to be the only one here. Hmm? Well, it's yeah, been a pleasure. It's been a pleasure talking to everyone. I think the lessons to be taken out of this uh, session has to be how crypto basically solves remittance, maybe from diaspora back to Nigeria or from Nigeria back to people who have st uh, students who have families abroad who wants to pay school fees or people who wants to pay suppliers in China or anywhere else. So it solves the remittance problems. We've been able to establish that. We've talked about how you can help with savings and lending and we promise to be able to bring somebody who can explain that and how to onboard people. We got Michael to able to give us ideas on how to onboard people using qr code we think that works it's a great idea hopefully people within the space can start to develop crypto wallets using qr code i think we already have that on on select on some apps so i think we just need to localize yeah, that even, to nigerian think, exchanges think, um, clever clever wallet does that even yeah clever wallet you can even charge if you're creative you can just charge they, they connect to your um qr code and it's, it's um it's straight up into your into your wallet i think it's just it, it's just a case of integration now i think it's just a case of integration now and something yeah, else we've been able to to also establish is the fact that there are 
lot of peer-to-peer -peer decentralized platforms that are developing in Nigeria that takes off, mm -hmm. that helps protect you off of the different scammers that are on Binance, peer-to-peer -peer platform mm -hmm. that are scamming people. So these are people with verifiable uh, identity that nothing will happen on their platform and they're very responsive in terms of customer service. So we've been able to establish that, that there definitely there is a space for crypto in Nigeria. If that's the things you can take away from that, from this conversation, I think it's been really helpful. So without further ado, I would just want to say thank you to everybody who's been here, who's contributed, who's listened to us. We do this every Thursday. We talk about macro thesis, fundamental analysis, newsworthy events within blockchain, cryptocurrency, and digital assets. And thank you, Paul, for joining. You want to say something to sign out? Yeah, yeah. I want to say something. Pay attention to VRA. Pay attention to Fed. See you at the end of the year. Thanks, man. VRA. If if you watch out like last, la I think last Friday or last Saturday. I don't know. I was just bored. What do I do? I look through like the assets that I have. I decided to do a few chart. So you know, personally, you and I were more fundamental analysis guy. We don't do a lot of mm -hmm. technical mm -hmm. analysis charting and all that. I was like, okay, let me try my hand on charting. So I basically drew different lines of where I expect price to be, you know. And for the past few days, I just go back to look at my analysis, like the lines that I draw, like where I expect to see price, mm -hmm. how price should work. And definitely VRA, VRA, Veracity, under current market condition, has been having some incoming volume coming in. Yeah. Because basically it's an yeah. NFT and whatever. I bought some, I, you know, I've, I've all throughout the year, I've bought like a shit ton of VRA, like at different levels levels there were some that mm -hmm. i bought i think at 10 cents or 0.010 one cent or whatever i mean i'm already one like cent. 100 one yeah yeah i was i'm already like 120 percent off i wanted to sell it but i was like mm, there's no point just just leave it because i really think it's gonna do well and also fed fed is also mm. you know it's just waiting there beating its time i think at yes. some point it's just yes. gonna pop these two these two these two they're gonna pop these two they're they, they really good and selections guessing, man yes yes uh, I mean, last a month ago, yeah, it was trading below a cent, and now it's up two cents. That's like times four. And um, I'm betting on the Binance listing either fourth quarter or first quarter of um 2022. It's it's a huge bet. It's, it's I mean, let's revisit it. 2022. I don't see why VRA, VRA shouldn't be on Binance latest Q4 this quarter. year. Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah, see same. any reason. Same. Like, may, if the only reason it, it wouldn't be there. It's probably because Binance is trying to prop up its own NFTs that it's that it mm -hmm. launched on BSE and whatnot. Because take it or leave it, Veracity Vra definitely deserve to be on Binance or other major platforms. It definitely deserves. Currently, currently at hundred million market cap, that's grossly undervalued. Grossly, mm -hmm. it's, it's really undervalued, and it has a yeah. huge yeah. community. It has a really good community yes. also. So, so it's definitely so one to I hope I hope people pay attention and just be patient with them. You know, one of the Thank questions I've, I've been really asking myself is, you know, in this current market condition, exchange mm -hmm. tokens are not doing well. I really don't know why.
Why? Binance is not yeah, popping. Um, Gates token is just there. KuCoin is just there lying just around. There. You know, it's, it's you know they're not really doing anything except maybe FTT. Even FTT itself is not having a lot of incoming volume. You know, it's just there. So I really don't know why everything else is popping. Like DeFi is popping, NFT is popping, like one after the other. But exchange tokens are just laying around like nobody cares. Bro. I, I believe this is for them it's an accumulation phase and um exchange tokens are, are a good bet i mean if if you trust these exchanges if you if you believe these exchanges are going to be here for a minute they are a good bet you can just ask you might as well just be patient and wait for them to pop because they're definitely going to do that and for those who have missed um bnb who have missed um some of these huge um tokens i think ftt get token these are some of these are some good bets that you can just put your shit on and, and wait for it to do things. yeah i agree i agree man well that that's it from us this week from the crypto roundup africa team we hope to see you guys next week we definitely appreciate everybody who comes around to hang all of the first-time listeners and everyone who's always been with us since day one. We definitely appreciate you guys. And we look forward to see you guys next week. Everybody be in good health. Take care of yourself. Goodbye and good night. Ciao.